This is Amazing Maria, and you are listening to the OVW Podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast in Ohio about wrestling. My name is Jack Notes. I'm joined today, as always, by Brian Hines. Hey, Jackman. It's a Thursday in the feed. You know what that means. We're sitting down with a very special guest today. We are joined by Superior Tony Evans. Please don't start with the way I think you want to start. I don't like being hushed. All right, Foley. <laughs> <laughs> we want to start there? What's it like working? Like, it's Mick fucking Foley at the end of the day. I mean, you said it. It's Mick fucking Foley. <laughs> like, like, uh, I, I kind of found out what was going to go on, I guess... A month or month or two before it happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I just came off the uh, segment with Paul White, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, and Al in the ring, like that's a big deal too. Yeah, like, we I'm see sure. Him every week, but that's Al fucking Snow, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got told that the the Foley stuff was going to happen, and I, I was just starstruck before he even got there. Sure. And then, um, you know, working with Mick, he's. I mean, we'll we'll peel back the curtain. He's a he's a total fucking sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like it's he in wrestling, you'll have some stuff that is you know talked about beforehand. Yeah, uh, there we talked in the ring. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much uh, in the back that we really discussed or anything, and it was just it was just out there. Like what you all saw was our interactions. Right, right, and I mean, it's Mick Foley. You have to trust him. Say he knows a thing or he two. He trusted me. And <laughs> oh, that's, sure. That's a big thing. This early on into your career, you get, I want to I wanna bring back that word trust. It's a, trust is all, all over wrestling. It's probably one of the most important parts of wrestling. And then Mick Foley, who has no reason to trust you, trusts you. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's, it's a feather in the cap. Um, I, I try not to, believe it or not, with, my, with who I am out there when the cameras start rolling. I try not to get a big head about everything mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm here for everyone to succeed. I'm here for everyone to do well, to do my part, to make everyone else look good. The show as a whole, um, you know, so I, my spot just happened to be with Mick Foley and fucking hallelujah. But like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm there to try and make everything run smooth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does, uh, is the sock clean? Uh, I don't know if that one was or not. Uh, <laughs> you got that sweaty crotch sock. How, uh, how long uh, have you been in wrestling? Um, I think my first time in a ring ever was October of 2015. Mm-hmm. So um, just past eight years, I think, if yeah. that math is mathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little past eight years. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm barely into caffeine, so my brain's not woken up yet. Oh, don't but, worry, don't worry. What yeah, a- I've been um, about a little over eight, um, only in OVW for about three now, mm-hmm. maybe coming coming up on three or coming up on four. Um, but I remember right after right after the COVID shutdown and stuff and things were starting to open back up is when I started coming back in. Mm-hmm. I remember it was a March show. That's that's all I've got. OK, but so early I mean, spring. all those years blend together. Sure. Yeah, sure. It's hard to that's one thing that is so, so interesting to me uh, when we sit here and talk to wrestlers every week uh, or, or as often as we get to um, is that 
that idea that things just kind of keep running together. Because for mm-hmm. us, like as fans, you know, someone who's never fallen on their back intentionally, <laughs> we we're like, how do you not remember this amazing thing that you did or this amazing thing that happened? Do you does it does it ever get like draining for everything to be so monotonous as a wrestler? Oh yeah, all the time. You know, like we're we're coming in, we're doing this multiple times a week. Sometimes some guys are once a week, some guys mm-hmm. are three and four times a week, and I try to stay in a happy medium there when I can. Um, but you know, you've got, you've got real life, you've got Bruce Wayne life yeah. and then you've got Batman life, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, you've got to be able to balance the two and as long as your bills are paid, wrestle all you want. Yeah, absolutely. That's some, some really good advice. Some really good advice. What's the, what's the like furthest you've ever traveled for a show? Um, I don't know which one's farther, but I mean, I've been to Florida and I've been to Pennsylvania. Okay. So, I mean, I've. I've been all around. The whenever you you start hitting the circuit uh, for wrestling, and it's just like miles and falling on your back and like bad food. <laughs> Was there ever a point where you said stop? I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean you you fall back on your love for what you do, but when you're when you're going and going and going three four shows a week. Mm-hmm. Um, still going to your shoot job, still dealing with your real life. Like the shit's taxing, Yeah, you know, but, um, and that doesn't really get highlighted enough. Like the mental toll that it takes on you, Mm -hmm. of course, the physical toll. And of course you're sitting there just like burning the candle at both ends and the middle. Like, yeah, you know, you're going to get drained. You're going to hate this. You're going to resent yourself. You're going to fucking wish you chose something else. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you chose this because you love it and you fall back on that. Any time where you've where you've kind of said to yourself, I don't know if this is worth it anymore, is it just that love that keeps you going? Uh I mean, I've never fully said, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. There's times when I'm like, Man, I wish I wasn't going to a show right now, or right. I wish I was sleeping for more than three hours tonight, you know? Yeah. But uh there once you get out there and then the adrenaline starts going, that's the ticket. It's all about the crowd. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Davis Arena has, like, one of the best crowds in wrestling, one of the best fan bases in wrestling, and they really don't like you very much. <laughs> well, that's their opinion. <laughs> we, the, we had touched on it before. We're going to have to touch on it, the hush thing. <laughs> I, if I have this correctly, that was, that was just that – that did not happen. You did not walk out there and plan on making Hush happen. Is that? No. Um, I just, I went out there and I was told five to seven, give me something to work with. Mm-hmm. And I did it. I called out all the champions. I put everyone on notice. Uh, even the women's champion. I'm just, I'm going for everybody. <laughs> I don't give a damn. We're handing out licks. But... Um, no, I went out there and then I, they were, they were kind of loud for a minute and, you know, just the subtle little hush and they kept coming up for it. And I was like, all yeah. right, maybe we got something here. And yeah. then the next week, do it again, add the hand, all of it. And then eventually the, the knuckles. Yeah. yeah I noticed so, that too. That's so a nice all touch. Of it. And at first it's something that everybody, it's genuinely kind of annoying. <laughs> It's genuinely good. annoying, and that's a good thing, right? Well, it's annoying when they don't listen. It's I, exactly fair enough. It's annoying I'm when they don't listen. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to work. They're not letting me. Yeah. But now we're getting to the point where hush has taken on a whole different meaning. <laughs> There's people out there that are saying hush, not 
at you, but with you. I, I can attest that I have done that a time or two. And I got to say, the one of the first things I remember about uh, watching OVW at home for the, the first couple times, I was with uh, senior producer Victor Anderson, and we would watch on Thursday nights, uh, was you in particular, because uh, you're the best person on the mic in OVW, yeah. in my opinion. And uh, that was one thing that we really just got, uh, that really just hit with us because we understood what you were doing and why you were doing it. And the reaction you were getting was the most entertaining spot on the whole entire, uh, on the whole entire show week after week. So Victor really took that and ran with it. So I can attest that in real life, I have been hushed more times than I can count after being exposed to superior Tony Evans. And I just want to say thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, it has one meaning hush, Plain and simple means shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no two ways to there, about it, really. It's one way to do it. Just <laughs> sit down, shut your mouth. I'm here to work. I'm talking, you know. But um, no, with with the mic stuff, um, you know, putting me over saying I'm one of the best on the mic there. That, no, the um, best. Well, opinions, but <laughs> that that didn't come overnight. Um, that came after I actually got hurt and couldn't do anything in the ring for a while. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Around the last summer, um, I got hurt early on in the summer, abdominal injury. Everything's fine now, but, oh, good, good. uh, I had to go out there with a mic in my hand and it's either sink or swim. Right. Yeah. And I just built the fucking boat. <laughs> a couple of things on that. Um, you get injured. You can't physically compete but you're still being uh included in the card every week a very very important part of the card they want you to be relevant that's got to be like a lot of wrestlers don't get that opportunity once once an injury happens you might not ever be back on tv ever again they say to you tony evans we want you here more weeks than we don't want you that's got to feel really good right it felt good uh and especially from a place where i wasn't really confident in what I was doing yet. And mm -hmm. then definitely the toll of getting hurt, not being able to do what I do, what I like to do. Um, that, that really sucked, but like still being pulled onto TV every week, mm -hmm. being able to do stuff, uh, work with what limited functionality my body had at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd forever thankful for the opportunity. Absolutely. Like, Having said all of that though, was there ever a time where you were afraid of being healthy again, being able to compete again, but the character of Tony Evans has been changed to the point where like you, you kind of don't have control over it anymore. Oh no, I'm in full control of who I am. Okay. Perfect. At all times. Perfect. Uh, nobody tells me anything to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think about it until I'm out there. So I, I guess I just, I, that's even more impressive from looking at it just as a fan. Like you get, you get shown we get shown that you're this like great, great microphone person, but you're also like a really great in-ring wrestler. You. Were you ever afraid of never being able of only being a microphone person? No, I knew I would get back into the ring. I just didn't know when it would be. I didn't know mm -hmm. how fast that was going to happen. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, and you know, you get your, you get your anxiety, your jitters about getting back in there. You know, what if, what if something happens and you get hurt again yeah, or, sure. Uh, what if I can't do everything I used to be able to do, mm -hmm. uh, things like that. But I mean, damn caffeine, 
that's all just creeps in your head, you know? So, uh, there's no way around it. You just got to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind to name some of your accomplishments in OVW, please? Uh, um, two time, I think two, two time. Is it two? Is it three? Oh no. You've two, had it so many times. Two and or three time. <laughs> OVW Country Boy Brewing Kentucky Heavyweight Champion. Yes. I want to say it's three. I think it's three. I, that's I'm, I'm, right. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's three. I lost count. I had the damn thing for so long. Longest reigning Kentucky, Kentucky Heavyweight Country Champion. Boy heavyweight Champion. Yep. <laughs> uh, rightful Country Boy Brewing Media Champion. I got screwed out of it. Yes. Well, no argument here. Rightful. Well, it's amazing you all have these opinions when I'm sitting here. Love Cal Hero. (laughs) Love Cal Hero. But what did he do for that media championship? Uh, He took advantage of Mick Foley trying to get me with that sock. Right. And that's all he did. Cal Hero is not a baby face. Oh, no. Cal Cal is a snake. And I, I heard Luke Curtis say it, and I will double up on that. Cal is a snake. He's a fraud. He's got all of you in his little head there tricked. What Cal do, is the bad guy. What do you, you look around at this guy, this Cal hero, did nothing for your championship. Screwed you over. Mick Foley, obviously in love with the kid. Get, get, Mick Foley gives you a hard time for week in, week out. Like, <laughs> how does it make you feel to be Tony Evans and have Cal hero just given everything? Oh, I'm backed against the wall. I'm being bullied. And then Mick comes in here with little baby boy he watched since he was a kid. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, give it all to him. You know? Yeah. Like he just comes in and ruins everything I've got going on. My life is going perfect. Mick Foley comes in, king of cheap pops and cheeseburgers. And he just waves that little crotch sock out. And then I no longer have a championship. Is Cal Hero in your sights still? Oh, yeah. Who else is in your sights? Name them. Anybody. Honestly, I don't have a direct answer. It's, Stop, it's anybody that wants it. Tell, you know? One word for the rest of the, for Cal Hero. One word for Cal Hero. Done. One word for Star Rider. <laughs> Forgotten. <laughs> one word for Luke Curtis. Certified. Yeah. Certified. I like it. I yeah, like I, it. Good word association game, man. I like that. Yeah, well, I, I, I've thought about that one a little bit. Um, Al Snow. Dad. Mick Foley. I can't say a lot of words. Jay, um, Jay De Niro. <laughs> Good job. What's next for Tony Evans? Um, uh-oh. Oh. Sorry. Was that me? That was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can edit that out, right, Malachi? Actually, edit that one out this time. <laughs> What's next for Tony Evans? Uh, I'm, I'm coming for everything that was taken from me. Mm-hmm. I'm coming for everything I deserve and I'm coming for more. So once I get my media championship back mm-hmm. where it belongs, um, only up from there, only up bigger from and there. better taking it all. Where can we find you on social media? Tony Evans. Uh, Facebook is Tony Evans Frank. Instagram and Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now, T underscore superior nine four. 
And this has been such a great interview. And I really would feel really bad if you don't just hush me one time. Can you please hush me? Let me take off my headphones first because this could get loud. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have the same effect when you ask for it. So, like, if I, what are you doing, if I man? can't, if it doesn't just come naturally, like, I've got to hush! Thanks, guys.